I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. We are all entitled to sexual health, just as much as physical and mental health. We want to make it easier for folks to find resources. However they engage with us, there's no wrong door. So it's important that people are able to get access to care that is affirming. Talking about what their sex life is, about their concerns, and to make sure they're healthy. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your sexual health matters. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Easy Rush Nation, Murph here. Time to go through the rest of the matchups from the week covered off yesterday. And if you missed yesterday's part, the Thursday night football game, which has happened, and also the one o'clock or six o'clock games on the on the schedule. So we have now the four o'clock or nine o'clock and the uh, 4.25, 9.25 games plus Sunday night football and Monday night football to go through. So this is going to be a very, very, very short pod just to get you all up to date and ready. So let's get straight to it. Washington uh, at Arizona is the 9.05 or 4.05 game uh, that kicks off just before the end of the 6 p.m. games. For Washington, it's really, really simple. This They're favoured to lose this game by a touchdown, Arizona, a minus seven. The over-under is set at 46.5 points. For Washington, really, the only fantasy football relevant players right now are Terry McLaurin, who's sort of a wide receiver to play, given all the volume he'll have. Logan Tolomas, who I also have as a tight end one play this week. But I wouldn't start Antonio Gibson unless absolutely desperate to to do so. I think he's going to have a good role going forward. But I don't think he's someone who has earned enough in this offense to, to do that yet. 
same way I wouldn't be starting Peyton Barber, JD McKissick. I know Barber got two touchdowns, but the likelihood of that having you know happening again is is virtually nil. So uh, McLaurin, Logan Thomas for the Washington football team. That is that is really who you're sticking to. To Arizona, uh, there's a few options here. You've got Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's a, a QB one this week, absolutely against that team. Uh, Kenyon Drake should be sort of that fringe sort of RB1, RB2. There's about four or five players in that cluster who I have, and, and Drake is is one of them. The Washington football team are very good up front, and they could stifle the run, but I do expect Drake to get enough, especially as if, if we're expecting Arizona to run away with this game or to be considerably ahead. I expect them to lean heavily on Drake to, to carry that volume. And you can start Nuke Hopkins, obviously, as a wide receiver one. He's someone who got a lot of... uh, volume and targets last week um, barely left the field so he is someone that you can feel very comfortable starting uh, in your wide receiver one position this week as for Larry Fitz and and Christian Kirk I kind of have them on that wide receiver three wide receiver four range I think one of them might get more work than the other I think they will spread more to targets out this week but not something I'm feeling overly confident starting unless I absolutely push to if I did I'd start Kirk I don't think Larry Fitz is, is a go this week although this is one of the better matchups for him so wouldn't surprise me for him to sneak into that wide receiver three range in deeper leagues fine if you need to start him but in shallow league he shouldn't be under any consideration to start nor should uh, Kirk moving on to Baltimore uh, at Houston the over-under here is set at 50 Baltimore to win by a touchdown minus seven um, and we know with Baltimore, as I said last week, very, very narrow football teams are very easy uh, to predict. You know, you're never not starting Lamar Jackson if you've got him in your team. I think Ingram and Dobbins should both get some work this week. I think Ingram is someone who is going to be faded out. He didn't need to get a lot of the red zone work, but I expect him to play very differently this week and to potentially dominate the play more on the ground, uh, given how Clyde Edwards-Hilaire really battered Houston on Thursday Night Football last week. So I expect Ingram to have a, a bigger role as as uh, Dobbins. And they're both sort of on the fringe of that RB2, RB3 conversation. And maybe Dobbins is the one out of the two who I would feel more comfortable starting, given that he got the the red zone work last week. As for Brown, you can start him as a wide receiver too. I think uh, he could even go off and be higher than that. But I think he's definitely got that floor of a wide receiver two this week. And then uh, Mark Andrews is, is you know, tight in one performance last week, uh, expecting to come back with with that being the top three or four tight ends this week. So definitely one that you can you can start every week moving forward. As for Houston, you've drafted Sean Watson as a QB1, and I expect him to do that even against this defense. But don't be surprised if it's not uh, another, you know, if it's a, not a an electric performance similar to last week's point total. So good defense again, very difficult opening schedule for, for Houston uh, to play the two best teams back to back in the, in the AFC. You can definitely start David Johnson as your RB one this week, or even as an RB two. He's on the flex of that, but he's with the volume he had last week, he you know, played 83% of snaps. He's someone that you can feel very comfortable starting and playing moving forward, uh, at least until he potentially picks up an injury and that's not out of the realms of possibility. You've got Will Fuller, he's in that sort of wide receiver two, wide receiver three. He does appear to be the alpha in that offense, but wouldn't be surprised to see Cooks get a bit more uh, volume this week if he's a bit healthier and like to see how he shakes out. So Cooks is a deeper play, probably wide receiver three, wide receiver four, but wouldn't surprise me if he got more volume this week than he did last week, given as he could be a little bit healthier. But again, deeper leagues, maybe a start, shallower leagues, you shouldn't be messing around with it. Uh, next you've got Kansas City minus eight and a half at the LA Chargers 
over under set of 47 and a half points. This one's really easy for Kansas City. You have, you know, Mahomes, CEH, Hill, Kelsey, all uh, top 12 players at their position. So any of them you're starting. McCall Hardman, not feeling overly confident after the performance last week. Sammy Watkins, we always know he tends to drop in week two compared to his week one heroics, but he's still sort of in the conversation for a wide receiver three role this week. So start him if, if needed, but there are others that are more favorable potentially. As for the Chargers, not a lot really here. Definitely not starting Tyrod this week, given that defense. There were some concerns about Eckler, but I wouldn't be too worried. There seems to be potentially a better uh, matchup and game script for him to where they can get the ball out to him more and use him more. I think Kansas City will bring a lot more pressure than than the Bengals did last week. Um, Keenan Allen, you should definitely be starting. He's in that sort of wide receiver two conversation. Mike Williams in the wide receiver three conversation, but watch that health. He took a lot of bangs last week and wasn't expected to play and did play. So someone to keep an eye on. Uh, and then Hunt Henry. I think Hunt Henry is potentially a really good option this week for a, a tight end one spot. So he's someone that you can feel pretty comfortable starting. Sunday Night Football takes us to Seattle, and it's New England at Seattle. Seattle favoured to win this by four points with the over and under set of 45. This is going to be a bit trickier, so I've got Newton in that sort of fringe QB1, QB2 position. He's not going to rush the ball 15 times like he did last week. He's not going to have that uh, luxury to do so. I think he's going to have to come out throwing more, which could up his fantasy level some, but also take away some of that floor as well. But I do expect him to, to go out there. But it's not really a lot to throw to. The only ones I'd be considering is James White, who's an RB2, RB3, and Julian Edelman is a wide receiver two this week. Deeper leagues, you might reach for Nikhil Harry and be desperate to play him, and I'd understand that. But in a shallower league, just absolutely not. I think, you know, he's sort of in that wide receiver three, wide receiver four conversation. For me, Nikhil Harry. As for Seattle, you can feel comfortable starting. Wilson, Carson, um, both of those are top 12 players at the position and Lockett and Metcalf should be somewhere comfortably in that sort of wide receiver two, maybe on the fringes of the wide receiver three, but I'd expect them both to be in that wide receiver two conversation uh, this week. And then you've got uh, Monday night football, New Orleans at minus five and a half at Las Vegas Raiders, Las Vegas coming to host an NFL game for the first time. The over and under set 49 and a half. It should be a great game to watch. And, you know, we're not expecting Michael Thomas to, to go here. So, it does knock Breeze's ability a little bit, but I do think he's a he's a QB1 this week. But he's on the fringes of that QB1, QB2 conversation. You're definitely starting Kamara. He came up big last week. I expect him to be even better this week. But the wide receiver I'd own here is, is Traquan Smith. I've got him on the fringes of the sort of wide receiver three. I think he's a wide receiver three this week. He could have wide receiver two upside as he's the more likely to fill that Michael Thomas role. Emmanuel Sanders, Emmanuel Sanders hasn't done that at any point in the NFL. And people will gravitate to him because he's the bigger name. He's the one that people are more aware of. And actually, um, Traycon Smith is more familiar with that offense. He's been there longer. He um, has more of the characteristics and traits of a player you would expect to, to fill that role than Emmanuel Sanders. I think Sanders will get a uplift of work, but I don't see him entering that wide receiver three conversation this week unless... New Orleans fall massively behind and need to start chasing the game. I think Smith is the one that will get more targets. The one I think who you really want to target is Jared Cook. I think Jared Cook is, is in for a lot more work this week, and he had a very good week last week. So I think Jared Cook is the one I'd favour to be getting uh, a lot of the looks here as as with Alvin Kamara. So I think both of those are arrows up, but I like Smith over Sanders. As for Vegas, don't want any part of Derek Carr this week. Um, kind of have him on the fringe of that QB2, QB3 conversation. I guess if you know, you're leaving him to, and the choices are him, Darnold, 
Haskins, you know, Fitzmagic. They're kind of like I, I'd play Carr because I think he's got the better the better passer rating. He's, he's more confident. He has a better accuracy, but he's also a bit of a dink and dunk at the same point. Um, so for me, Carr isn't the player I would I'd be starting this week. Jacobs I still have as an RB one. I know he had a phenomenal week last week, but. He's playing a much better defense this week. Um, expect him to be in that RB1, RB2 conversation. I do think it, the game gets away from them and they enter that negative game script. He could be hindered. So I expect him to be used a lot in the first half. Maybe that starts to tail off towards the end of the game if they're, if they're trailing by a significant amount. And that's something to watch out for. I don't like any of the wide receivers this week. I just think the coverage is, is, is too good. You're talking about a team in Tampa who have all the weapons and Brady got picked off twice, one for a pick six. And then, you know, you're talking about Godwin wasn't overly big. Uh, Evans caught the touchdown. His only catch of the game very late on. Um, Scotty Miller got a lot of catches underneath, but didn't really get a huge, huge uh, number. So if you like volume, Renfro of the three would be the one. But yeah, I'm just not too excited to start any of the... Raiders uh, wide receivers this week. Darren Waller, for me, I think will be the one that will have quite a big week as a result of that. I think he'll get a lot of the underwork and they expect him to go through through the middle. Uh, I think he could be a pretty good option this week. I have him as the tight end four overall this week, which is high, but I think he's someone who, who can really benefit from, from the game script. So for me, Jacobs and Waller would be the only two I'm desperate to start this week in, in the offense. That will do it. Please share your feedback on Twitter. Um, get in touch with us uh, all the usual places let us know if you'll find this useful if you'd like any more information if you'd like me to do uh, more deeper dives which i will do as the more data comes out it's, it's pointless to say that these teams ranked 32nd against tight ends when they play one team like it's better to have a, a sample of data but i do have that data available we can we can go through it as we will build up more of a picture but uh, for where we stand right now you know let's stick to plays we want to make give against what we've seen and against what we know historically which is kind of what i'm giving you in a bite-sized version so Let me know, give me some feedback, and uh, I look forward to you uh, sharing with me your teams and let me know how you've got on this week, and hopefully there's a a few winners in there for you. But until next week, Rush Nation, keep rushing. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.